Hey, what's going on everyone? In this video, we are going to see how to derive the transfer function from the given block diagram. Here we have a block diagram given and that's actually we have a R of S signal inside and also we have G of N of S, L of S, three of them going toward this adder and then we have G of S and the final of this Y of S. And then we have a feedback that is H of S. Okay, now whenever we have a system like this and we want to do that we are going to go in the long way like uh, we are going to derive the equation and then we are going to find the final answer now in order to do that first we had to first we start if we start from the error it's going to be easy so i put the error right here e of s the equation for error for this system can be derived as here i'm gonna write it again e of s and for this system we can derive this one as r of s here r of s and then minus minus h of s times y of s h of s times y of s y of s i don't need this packet over here okay now this is our error equation now the next things we are we are gonna do is we are gonna derive an equation for the output that actually easy when you look at when you trying to derive for the output equation you have to just look at the straight line here since we are having adder here let's not touch this one first because these two are going to add up and keep coming here when we have a straight line we multiply everything but when we have adder we have to add that thing so let's put this one first g2 of s and then here we have l of s and g of s coming in this one in this adder but g of s is already coming through r of s actually e of s this uh, through this error since e of s and g1 of s are in straight line we can just multiply them so i'm going to put l of s plus and then we have g1 and e of s so we are going to multiply these two g1 of s times e of s and that's the equation for the output now what we can do is we can just uh, substitute this e of s but before we do that we can just multiply this g2 of s with everything and if we do that we are going to get g2 of s times l of s LFS plus G2FS times G1FS times E of S. The next thing is we are going to substitute E of S with this one. So G2FS times LFS remains the same. And then G2FS times G1FS. And instead of E of S, I put this R of S times H of S by S. R of S times actually minus H of S Y of S. Okay, now we have a derived an equation um, with uh, applying this E of S. Now the next thing we are going to do is we are going to 
make it very simple so the thing we are trying to do is we are going to trying to bring this yfs all together to this side in that way we can we can just take the yfs out and then we bring the other things to inside now to do that to do that i'm going to first we have to multiply all these things so g2 of s and then times l of s plus g2 of s g1 of s times r of s g2 of s g1 of s times r of s and then we have to multiply with this one again so g2 of s g1 of s h of s after that r of s h of s y of s sorry y of s okay now we have done one of the thing and then uh, we can we can see if i bring this equation to this side i can take the y of s command let's do that so i'm gonna bring this equation so i'm i'm gonna just straight away go, go ahead and take this command so if i take y of s command this y of s already here is going to be just one and when we bring this minus to this side this is going to be plus so plus and then uh, y of s when since we took y of s command this y of s is going to be eliminated we can just it's just one so we don't have to worry about it and we put the other terms that is g2 of s g1 of s and then h of s okay now we have simplified this one in terms of y of s we took y of s outside now we have this only these things in the bracket and other side until this point is going to remain the same that is g2 of s l of s and then plus g2 of s g1 of s r of s now what we are going to do is we we are going to just keep the y of s and bring all the other terms to the other side so if we do that let's use some let's see how does it look like green color okay y of s i'm just keeping y of s this side there's no relationship between this picture and this okay don't worry about like i'm just taking this y of s outside and bring this one plus g2 of s g1 of s h of s to the other side so g2 of s l of s and i'm going to put the whole thing in the denominator one plus g2 of s g1 of s h of s okay now uh, this one also remains so plus since i don't have enough space i'm going to put to plus here and then continue the second one that is basically g2 of s g1 of s r of s in the numerator and in the denominator we are going to have the whole thing that is 1 plus g2 of s g1 of s h of s and that's our final answer i hope you guys find this video helpful thanks for watching see you guys on my next video
Hey, what's going on guys in this video we are going to see how to derive the transfer function from this given block diagram here we have a block diagram that is given by r of sig r of a signal input and we have a k constant and then we have a function right here and y of s is output now generally when we have a like a most control system can be there's an equation for most uh, control system. We can derive y of s over r of s for most control system using this formula. If you have a book, it will be mentioned like this, this equation. y of s over r of s is equal to t of s g of s over 1 plus g of s h of s. Okay, when you, when you use this formula, the answer for this question is straightforward. You can derive the transfer function for this uh, block diagram straightforward, like very fast. Now let's see how to do that. Now here we have y of s over r of s, r of s, and in our case, the g of s is basically the multiplication of this one and this one. That is k times one over s times s plus 1 and in the denominator we have 1 plus g of s h of s 1 plus g of s h of s and it become even more easier because uh, we don't have um, h of s h of s is basically unity feedback and we don't have a unity feedback right here so that is actually one this one is actually just one so h of s is just one so it means we just have to put g of s alone here and g of s is the same value as in the top so we are going to just put that one right here k times 1 over s times s plus 1 okay now we have y of s over r of s and that is uh, equivalent to k times 1 over s times s plus 1 and in the denominator we have 1 plus k times 1 over s times s plus 1 and this is our final answer now this for this question it became so easy because we don't have a unity feedback system right but not most uh, like uh, some sometimes it's gonna it's not gonna be easy like this so we have to know something we, we are gonna have something extra so we have to know how to do in those kind of situations so in order to do in those kind of situations we have to know how we can derive this equation first if we know how to derive this equation we can use we can actually use that to any given uh, block diagram to solve the problem so this is simple and it became easy right here but if you have a complex uh, block diagram you can use this method this is gonna be long method like a little bit longer than this but if you learn this uh, you're gonna be able to solve any block diagram now let's go ahead and start one by one now first we have to know we are gonna have a error right here we are gonna add error over here and that error is basically equivalent to error can be found out using rfs minus yfs okay that's error formula now let's go and continue now the next thing is we are going to find out uh, yfs 
YFS is basically the straight line. You have to see what is in the straight line and you have to multiply everything. Now here we have K, 1 over S times S plus 1 and also we have the error. So we have to multiply all these things and that's going to give us the output. Now that one is basically, you, here we have constants, we put that one first and then we have a function, I'm going to put it right here, S times S plus 1 and we have the error that is E of S. So this is all in the, we have to just look at the straight path right here and multiply everything. And the next thing is, now we know that uh, E of S can be replaced with R of S or minus Y of S. Let's go ahead and do that. K times 1 over S times S plus 1. Instead of E of S, I'm going to just put R of S minus Y of S. minus y of s okay now what we are going to do is we can simplify the method furthermore but before we do that we just going to multiply this r of s with this one and also y of s this with this one when we multiply we are going to get uh, y of s is equivalent to y of s is equivalent to r of s times this whole thing that is k times 1 over s times s plus 1 and then uh, minus then we multiply y of s with this one so we are going to have y of s times the whole thing that is k times 1 over s times s plus 1 okay that's what happened when we multiply um, this one r of s minus y of s with this one now we we can simplify this one further by bringing this my minus y of s times k 1 over s plus s times s plus 1 to this side because we have y of s we can take it as common and make it simple so to do that i'm gonna bring it to the other side and i'm gonna just uh, go straight away straight away and take it as a common thing so we, we don't we can avoid uh, one more step now if i take it common and we are going to know this is just one and then when it comes to this side it's going to be plus and then uh, we already took y f s common so we can neglect this one and uh, only the thing that's going to be inside is this one k times one over k times one over s times s plus one okay now you can see s plus one okay and whenever we want to find out the transfer function okay we we, we have to we shouldn't forget the thing that the other side of the equation as well that is r of s r of s times k times 1 over s times s plus 1 okay whenever we are finding the transfer function from block diagram our final goal is to derive y of s over r of s that's our final goal now we have y of s in this side already and we have r of s this side we can just bring it to this side if we bring it to this side that's going to be denominator because this is just a multiplication so this is going to be dividing when it comes to this side so we are going to have okay i'm going to continue in this side since i don't have a space i can even you know cut this one and uh, move to upside let's see mm -hmm. 
okay default layout i'm going to just cut this whole thing because we are going to see compare the final answer with this one so i'm going to cut okay maybe control c i think Control C, Control V. Yeah, I brought it here, and I'm just gonna uh, delete this one. I don't know why it's not deleting. it's maybe the layer problem okay let me fix this layer editor i'm gonna have this one um okay i'm just gonna hide this one and i'm gonna delete this whole thing and then when we derive the final answer we can take it after it okay now I'm just going to delete the whole thing. Okay. Now let's go ahead and continue. Okay, here we go. Okay, now we have this one and I said our final goal is to derive YFS over RFS. And if you put YFS over yfs over uh, rfs you can see this will become we have k times 1 over s s plus s times s plus 1 here so i'm going to just put it in the numerator that's uh, already in the numerator k times 1 over s times s plus 1 and in the denominator we are going to have this whole thing that is 1 plus k 1 times s times s plus 1 now this is our final answer this is a long method but if you learn to do this way you're going to be able to do any uh, block diagram given to you but if you do that the other way i uh, did before it's just work, it only works for simple system like this now let's compare the answer now this is one we derive and the one we found out from the previous one is this now you can see yfs over rfs is k times 1 over s plus s times s plus 1 1 plus k times 1 over s times s plus 1 and you can see it's the same thing and that's how we do these kind of problems and see we are going to do the complex problems in my next video i hope you guys find this video helpful thanks for watching see you guys on my next video Hey, what's going on guys in this video we are going to take a look at the type of control systems we have six types of control system the first one is linear system second one is non-linear system and the third one is time variant system and the fourth one is time invariant system
and the fifth one is linear time variant system we can also call this one as lt ltv i guess let me okay ltv the short name for this is ltv and this one is lti linear time invariant system the shortcut name put it in the LT V LT I now we are going to see the difference between all these system now linear system what uh, determine whether it's a linear system or not is basically the system obeys homogeneity and linearity if it obeys homogeneity and linearity this is a linear system and if it's not obeying homogeneity or linearity then it's a non-linear system now time variant system is basically if the output is varying with time if the output is varying with the time that is a time variant system if the output is not varying with the time it's a time invariant system and then linear time variant system is basically linear system and time variant system are com combined it should so the it should obey the homogeneity and linearity at the same time it should vary with the time if the output varying with the time that's linear time variant system but linear time invariant system is basically it follows the linearity it obeys homogeneity and linearity but the output is not varying with the time so if it happens it's a linear time invariant system now let's look at this uh, let's see how to determine whether it's a linear or not to determine linearity we can uh, give an example like this equation let's say we have a signal x of t let's put this on x1 of t signal goes through a1 and then we are getting an output of y1 of t and that is equal to a1 x1 of t okay this is first output now let's say we have another signal x2 of t that's going through a2 a2 and then we are getting y2 of t So we are getting the output as a2 x2 of t now what we are going to do is we are going to put an adder for this so i'm going to use a different color. okay let's use black here so i'm putting x1 these two signals together x1 of t and then x2 of t through a1 and then a2 and then when we put an adder we are going to get the output is going to be let's say y3 of t and we know that x1 of t go through a1 of t is basically a1 x1 of t x2 of t go through a2 of t basically a2 x2 of t and when we put the adder these two are going to just add up a1 x1 of t plus a2 x2 of t and that's going to be the output y3 of t so y3 of t is basically equivalent to a1 x1 of t plus a2 x2 of t now that is a1 x1 of t is y1 of t y1 of t and a2 x2 of t is y2 of t and if it happens 
then we add these two signal together and mm -hmm. we are getting the output of these two it means this is following the linearity this is a linear system now let's see how can we find out whether it's non-linear let's say we have another variable coming on in the output let's say we have a1 a3 x1 of t a2 a3 x x2 of t as a final output and uh, y3 of t is that a1 a3 x1 of t a2 a3 x2 of t and that is not equivalent to y1 of a, y1 of t plus y2 of t because uh, y1 of t just a1 x1 of t and y2 of t is just a2 x2 of t we have just extra variable of a3 so it means uh, this is not linear because this whole thing is not uh, equal to the addition when we input these two signals. So that is not a linear system, that is non-linear system. That's how we can differentiate whether it's a linear system or non-linear system. I hope you guys find this video helpful. Thanks for watching. See you guys on my next video. Hey, what's going on everyone in this video we are going to see how can we use if else statement how can we apply if else statement in simulink now let's go ahead and open open the simulink here we go we i opened the matlab already and here i go to simulink and then blank model to apply the if else statement we have to have at least three three constants so i'm going to put the constants from library browser and commonly used blocks constants i grab one of them put it here and i can always turn on the labels if you want the constant apply here uh, you can go to this actually click this one and go to format and you can check this one off hide automatic block name so by doing that we will it will be appearing now let's go ahead and continue okay i put one constant i'm gonna put it over here and then i'm gonna put another constant right here okay and then we are gonna need one more i'm gonna put it over here now the next thing we have to do is we have to put a switch switch um, switch model that is actually in the signal signal routing i guess let's see signal yeah it's here in the signal routing so grab this switch grab this switch and put it over here and then we are going to need a display that is from sinks we can put the display from here now what we are going to do is we are going to connect all these things okay i connected this one connect this one connect this one and then connect this one now currently what we have is it says in the switch statement you can see this less than zero if it's less than zero we are going to output uh, one and also if it's greater than zero also one so we have to do some changes to actually see the results so i'm going to put this one as 2.5 
2.5 okay let's uh, give it as less than or equal to and then okay apply okay so now we we have this one here it's actually less than if it greater than or equal to 2.5 it's gonna actually it's gonna actually bring the bring the bottom part actually top part that's one so let's put some changes here let's make this one to zero so we can actually see the difference okay now what we have is uh, we have the input that is one that is actually less than 2.5 okay so this is says if it less than or equal to 2.5 less than or equal to 2.5 we are gonna bring this one here from here so this one is actually less than or equal to 2.5 so when we run this one we have to get zero now let's go and run this one run now you can see we are getting zero now let's put a value let's put a value that's above 2.5 let's put something like 5 or 6 whatever the number you number you want i put just 5 Oh my god, I accidentally deleted it. I can undo this like thing. Undo delete, okay. Now I'm gonna double click, put 5 here or 6, whatever you want. Now 6 is definitely um, not less than or equal to 2.5. So it's gonna bring out the top part, that is 1. So when we run this one, we are going to get one and that's how we do the if else statement using simulink i hope you guys find this video helpful thanks for watching see you guys on my next video Hey, what's going on guys in my previous video i have shown you guys about you know opening the simulating and the stuffs we have in, a, in it now here we are going to create a system and we are going to do some calculation with that the basic stuff now let's go to simulating or you can type here simulating as well as a command and it's going to open okay now we are going to create a blank model and let's go do something with this now we know that if we go library browser we can use the commonly used blocks here what i'm going to do is i'm going to take a constant or oh, no i'm in the wrong page here i have to grab it and put it here in a simulant constant and gain these are both of these are on commonly used blocks as you can see and then we go to sinks right here and then here we take the display and put it over here now we can do the simply simple calculation with this now to connect the roots of this we just put like this click um, just left left click and left click again it's going to connect now we can 
okay now we know that this is a constant this is gain and this one is a display now if you want to change the constant value um oh we can change the gain value as you wish now i'm going to just change the gain value to nine and uh, we want to display con event the constant is one and the gain is nine what's going to be the display now to do that we just run here the green play button when we run it's giving us nine now we can also if you want to keep constant as an uh, just a value like uh, you put it in the command so you put an you can just name as whatever you want i just gonna name as k okay now okay let's see okay here i put okay now k now let's go ahead and give a value for k in uh, matlab now here first command i created in matlab is simulink that's this one now second command i'm just gonna give a value for k k is equal to two and a semicolon and uh, don't forget to type enter and once you type enter it's going to be registered over here k is equal to 2 now when we go and run this one this k is going to be replaced with 2 and we're supposed to get 18 now let's see whether we get that now when we go and run this one you can see we are getting 18 right here now this is some basic stuff on simulink and we are going to do further i'm going to do further more about this simulink in my next videos i hope you guys find this video helpful see you guys on my next videos and don't forget to subscribe my channel. Thank you. Hey, what's going on guys? In this video, we are going to take a look at Simulink introduction. Introduction, the first video on Simulink. Now first we had to open the MATLAB. This is my MATLAB. I'm using the version R2020B. Now the first thing we are going to see is how to open the Simulink. Now here is an option here. Uh, we have Simulink right here. Okay, once I open, I can access Simulink in this way also, right? I can open here and you can see blank model and all the kind of things and another way to open is we can write the command here we can just type the name of simulating over here and it's going to open then to create the our new model to put whatever we want we have to create the blank model click this blank model and then you will be over here now we have to see how to put the models here so here we have the library browser over on top we click that one we click that one and after that you will see commonly used blocks okay now here this these are the commonly used blocks now i'm gonna use these things for control system too so most of them are here now what we can do is there are two ways we can just insert this we can just click and grab it right here that's one method and another one is uh, we can just right click this 
right click this and add model add block model to untitled because this file name is untitled so i'm just gonna add here so these are the two ways uh, we do this now we can just uh like uh, if you look at the simulink we have the options like model subset we are gonna see that in my next videos like how to create library and models and stuff and we have four options debug modeling uh, in the modeling model explorer we can edit the model and insert and delete some thing then we are going to see the format those kind of we are going to see the other things in my next video i hope you guys find this video helpful thanks for watching see you guys on my next video